listening to Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 209. Kill Lords here with the one, the only, the... Uber grumpy polar bear, John Brownstone. Channeling Neil Peart, John Brownstone, yeah. <laughs> this week, <laughs> so glad grumpy polar bear showed up, because this week we're talking about <laughs> Sam's, that's smart-ass masochists, brats, and sassy submissives. Mm. Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us. You can follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, <laughs> LovingDS and the number one, LovingDS1, or you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash LovingBDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. Big shout out to our kinky patrons on Patreon, including our newest peeps. We see you. We love you. Mm -hmm. We thank you for your support. Uh, currently, proud Cricket at Cricket Corner Patreon support is helping us add captions, closed captions to our shorter videos. Sweet. That is a thing that is happening. Nice. I know. So if you would like to help do that or just get more access to us or enjoy any of the other perks that come with being one of our kinky patrons, you can... <laughs> You can join us at patreon.com slash Kayla Lords. That's patreon.com slash Kayla Lords, or use the link in the show notes. You can join for as little as $2 a month. Oh yeah, and you do have to use the link or type it in directly. If you try and search Kayla Lords at Patreon, you mm -hmm. will not find us. So it's patreon.com slash Kayla Lords. Okay, before we get into the topic, just one other quick announcement, and that's just sort of a it's our new thing for this month. If you would uh, like to subscribe to our newsletter, it's weekly. It only comes out weekly. I do not send newsletters multiple uh, times a week. Ain't nobody got time for that. Um, it will. It has the show notes to every podcast episode. So if you listen to the podcast um, and you need the links that we reference, that's where you will get them. Um, any new blog posts that we've written, any new videos that we have put out. Oh. If we know of special offers from brands we love, like coupon codes and stuff, we will let you know there, that kind of stuff. So uh, if you're watching on YouTube, the link is in the description box. If you're listening on podcast uh, audio, the link is in the um, show notes for the newsletter. And also if you go to any blog post at lovingbdsm.net, uh, you will see the box where you can subscribe. And if you subscribe to the newsletter, uh, you get a free downloadable of a, a BDSM yes, no, maybe checklist. So mm -hmm. that is my only uh, announcement. And I guess it's really time to start talking about it. Yes. How? How have we gotten to 209 podcast episodes and never talked about this? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, we have been derelict in our duties again. That's a, this is Speak like. Speak for yourself. Hey, 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 brats and i always say sassy 
but maybe there's playful. Maybe there's, there's might be another word. I always just say sassy because I like that word. If you have another word that is similar to sassy, but you prefer, please share it. Please let us know what that word is. And then there's brassy, which is a combination of a brat that's sassy. Well, we can, mm-hmm. Yes. But while that is the focus of today's topic, and we celebrate those sort of, some of that style because that's who I am, not a brat, not... <clears throat> Not a brat. Not a brat. Um, she has a tantrum. <laughs> sassy people have tantrums too. My whole point is, I don't want anybody who does not see themselves in this light, does not want to be this kind of submissive, or in the case of a masochist, a bottom, um, to think that somehow your identity is not valid. That all submissives, you know, are supposed to be this way. That's not true. This is one sort of cross-section of submissives and bottoms that we relate really well to. So mm-hmm. we thought, let's talk about it. Um, the other thing is is that um, while I identify with a lot of this stuff uh, within the baby girl, baby boy, little side of things, you don't have to identify with any of that to identify as a brat or just as sassy or as a Sam. Like you... There's a huge cross section and there's a lot of like a lot of room to individualize all of this stuff. So when you hear us talking about it in terms of submission or because I'm a baby girl, whatever, it doesn't, this isn't necessarily. It's, it's kind of one of those things, I can't think of the name of it, where you have those circles. That a Venn diagram. Where they intersect, yes. Yes, yes. So there is, a, to a certain degree, an intersection between littles, baby girls, baby boys, mm-hmm. and brat and sassy and, uh, yeah, there's. Yes, but you can be one and not the other. So let's just make that very clear right mm-hmm. up front. So, smart ass masochist. <laughs> I think we there people might have varying definitions. The way I've always defined it, and you tell me if you okay. define it differently. I define it from the perspective of somebody who is sometimes accidentally a Sam. I don't mean to be a Sam. But for me, it's... I said something. How's that expression go? I, I wrote a I wrote a check with my mouth that my ass can't cash or something like that. How's that expression go? Basically, I said or did something and I uh, got what's coming to me. <laughs> in in a sense of I was snarky, I was a little cheeky, I was a little sassy. I was I was I challenged the sadist mm-hmm. <laughs> in order to bring the pain which i have learned can backfire on you because some sadists (laughs) will go oh oh you're you're challenging me you're trying to like entice me to like make it hurt worse i'll just won't do anything because that'll be more painful Mm -hmm. emotionally at least (laughs) There, there was one time early on i remember quite well you were acting out trying to get something that must have been a long time it ago. It was. It was a long time ago. And what she ended up getting mm-hmm. was nothing. I oh my laid God, I, the, cried. I laid the toys out on the bed. I cried. And then I made her stand there and walked away. I cried. <laughs> so some people, usually grumpy people, will say that uh, a smart ass masochist is topping from the bottom. And I think that if the only, here's how I look at that. Yes and no. Meaning, if 
your sadist slash dom slash top is in on the fun and this is how you engage with one another, then no, it's not topping from the bottom. If <laughs> you never communicate your needs with your sadist top dom, and you know that the only way to get some level of pain or whatever you're trying to get is to push them, push them, push them. I can see an argument being, I'm not going to say it's mm. always topping from the bottom, but I can see an argument being made because then your a partner's not in on the game. They're not in on the fun. This isn't part of the dynamic you have with each other in your power exchange. Mm -hmm. This is, I can't or won't or refuse to say, hey, I really need you to like bring the heat here. Come on now, let's get into this. <laughs> but if I push you, you will. Now, that doesn't mean that there can't be some element of that without it being topping from the bottom, but typically the best situations are the Sam and their top or Dom kind both know what's going on. You might deny it. You might go, Oh no, you're just being, you know, look at you just being a brat is what I get called. And I don't, <laughs> don't want to be, I don't want to be called a brat. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but there's some element of, of ongoing consent. Both know, you know, both understand what's happening. Um, mm -hmm. And that is not topping from the bottom. You know, it, especially since the way I look at it, and this time I know it's not, it's not automatically topping from the bottom. I will be a smart ass. I will say something and I still don't control the outcome because Ooh. you might go harder like I wanted you to. You might go so hard I can't handle it. You might walk away. You still have the control. Right. And I can't predict exactly what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I say I'm an accidental Sam because I have, when I say I have regretted my choices afterwards, I don't mean that like I used a safe <laughs> word and I went, no, I don't want to do this anymore. I just mean that, oh, it was more than I thought I was going to get. It's that be careful what you ask for because you just might get, get it, it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm an accidental Sam. I don't, I don't try <laughs> to be. Some people do. And that's, again, that's completely valid, especially when your partner's in on it, when they understand or have at least have an inkling of who they're dealing with and what mm -hmm. they're dealing with because then they can consent to it then they can go yeah I, this is fun i want to do this or oh this is a challenge let's let's bring it um but yeah that's go ahead okay and, and i was going to say you know from from the big d side there it it takes a i i think it takes a special type of person to want to be with a especially a sam or a brat because it's a constant challenge it, it, right? it is it, it's it's a constant challenge you you have to always be on your game so to speak mm -hmm. there's a lot of intelligence behind it yeah because the sams the brats the i'd like to lump sassy subs in there mm -hmm. too we're kind of constantly thinking we're looking yeah. for loopholes. We're looking to challenge you. Oh, did you mean what you said? Because I can take what you said to mean this because you weren't very clear. I have, So I'm not, we're going to get, let's get to brats in a second. I do not identify as a brat. I don't want to identify as a brat, but sometimes the sass is strong <laughs> because it <laughs> yeah. is, it is fun to push a little bit to go, I'm going to make you work for this a little bit. I'm gonna make you think real hard. So let's talk about brats. Now, there is nothing wrong with being a brat. Um, I do not identify as one for a very simple reason. 
to me, and this is my personal way of looking at the label, so everybody gets to look at this in their own way, bratty equals disrespectful. And I cannot purposely be disrespectful. There's stuff from childhood I should probably deal with, and that's most of it, but also that's just not, I don't even like to be disrespectful to strangers and sometimes they fucking deserve it. So why do I want to be disrespectful <laughs> to the person I love who I hope will give me things I want, right? I'm not above whining. I'm not above pouting. I try not to stomp feet, but it does happen. Uh, I am not above doing things that can come across as disrespectful depending on how you look at these things. But to fight against, to talk back, to some mm -hmm. people really, really love that and more power to them. I personally cringe. Like it's, I don't enjoy that part. I like the sass because there's a playfulness to yeah. it. I'm smiling while I'm being sassy. I'm thinking myself, oh, so clever. Cause I saw, I made this point that clearly he didn't <laughs> think of. Like I, I feel really proud of my, my sassy self. But if I die, if I even come up to the, line of brat it bothers me mm -hmm. so i don't i don't use that i won't i won't use that label for myself if i legit think i'm being bratty in even the way that it it can be as a submissive as an actual identity it would bother me that being said i've met a lot of brats and brats get a really bad rap okay they get a really bad rap because what we see from the outside whether we're at a munch or we're um in a club or we're at a party or wherever is we see the disrespect put air quotes around that we see the disrespect we see the pushback we see the not doing what they're told and if you don't identify in that way it can feel like harsh like oh my god yeah. i would never say that what we don't know is how the dom or the top is receiving it and if they're again if they're in on the fun if this is how they like to interact mm -hmm. with their bratty partner then it's not for us to say that it's wrong or people shouldn't do it because it's about the people in the dynamic. And as long as they're both engaged in it and like enjoying the hell out of it, that's that's cool. That's legit. That's valid. Yeah. Um, but brats absolutely get a really bad rap. It's, it's to, not To a certain fair. extent, yes. <laughs> but, you know, I, I will freely admit when, when Kayla and I first got together, it took me a while to become immune to the pout. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. I f I used to I used to have power in the pout. Yep. Power in the pout. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and and it it did. It took me a little while, but when I figured out what was going on, that shit came to an end quick. It did. It was it was very it was very sad yeah, when it came yeah. to an end. And and I also learned in dealing with her. Dot the I's and cross the T's. <laughs> you better be thinking faster than I am. <laughs> Be before before I even approach her with anything anymore, I'm running scenarios in my mind. Okay, this is what I want the outcome to be. How is she going to perceive this? Mm -hmm. I and love like, that. I want, I want a partner who challenges me. I want a partner who can... I'm not always like on my game. Sometimes it's like, what are words, right? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes my thoughts do not flow the way they should. Sometimes I'm not even in the mood to be that way. But when I am, I want a partner who can go toe to toe with me. I want you to be, I hesitate to call myself smart, but I, I, I mean, I, 
have some level of intelligence. Whatever that level of intelligence is, I want you to meet me there. If you can be smarter than me, I'm a pout, but I'm also going to be really impressed. Now, the, I, and I, I want to tell you something, and I think this is where my service submissive side comes in. Mm-hmm. I know the power of the pout. I know that with a, with a different person, with a different type of person maybe, I can... Be, I can man, be manipulative, not in a cruel way, not in a way to only get my way and mm-hmm. the other. But I, I knew the power of the power. I knew that if the voice was just right, if the the <laughs> eyes were dough-like enough, right? D-O-E dough, not cookie dough. Although cookie dough. Mm. Anyway, um, I knew that I could get my way. I'd had relationships before where if I just said the right thing or you know, got, got a certain tone. I could get my own way. And I don't want our relationship to be one. I don't want to get my way because I manipulated you because I played on your emotions. Mm -hmm. I want you to be the, in certain ways, the stronger of the two. I want Mm -hmm. you to be in control. Is it nice when you can like outthink me a little bit and take that control in that way? Yes, absolutely. But if for me, if all I had to do is bat my eyelashes at you or say just the right thing and play on some level of, of your emotions or your feelings, and I always got my way, I, I that, that's not that, enjoyable to me. That doesn't feel that w- good. Would that get boring to you? It would get boring. And I think I would, there would be some loss of respect because mm, again, okay. I want a partner who can go toe to toe with me. I don't want a partner who's going to make me feel bad if they best me. I really don't like being bested in a verbal spar i i i like to win i just (laughs) i also like to be right (laughs) not gonna lie (laughs) but and for the most part you and i there is no winner Mm -hmm. we come to a draw where we have just gone back and forth and back and forth with one another and we're smiling and we're feeling good about it and usually i think the way you quote win is not because you somehow said something craftier or funnier or snarkier than I did, but because you pulled out your, your, you know, Oh God, I hate this phrase because of our president, your Trump card. I can't like that phrase anymore. Um, you pull out your Trump card of, Oh, do you want a spanking? Oh, do you want corner time? And I'm like, he ran out of things to say. This is, this is where we have to, he's got to end it. And he knows that will end it because I don't want corner time and I'm not trying to be, disrespectful in that mm-hmm. back and forth that we have um does the back and forth go too far sure yes, does, it does. The, does the sass uh venture into other territories yes yeah. <laughs> like like the night we were going to bed and you ended up standing in the corner i'm laying in bed oh <sighs> i did not like that either <laughs> But see, ultimately, and again, I think this comes down to other parts of my submissive self. Ultimately, I want to be good girl. Ultimately, mm-hmm. I want to have pleased you. I don't, I mean, I'm not even into punishment for the most part. Like, punishment, um, I think, is fairly, I don't want to say common, but it is certainly a part of Sam's and Bratz in some dynamics. But it's also used in dynamics where they you know, are still playing with the taboo and what's okay. And can we mm-hmm. talk about it? So, Oh, it's a, it's a punishment. That's fun. That's what punishment means. If you weren't aware, um, I don't, I'm, I'm too, 
on some levels I'm too blunt. Like I just, just let it be what it is. Is it a spanking? I want to enjoy it. Right. Like, (laughs) are you doing, are you forcing orgasms? Great. Like I don't need to quote pretend that this is a punishment that I happen to enjoy, nor do I want to, as I've learned, push you so hard that you give me a quote punishment because you're just to a certain extent, you're kind of a disciplinarian and you're going to give me an actual punishment. Yeah. (laughs) I have also over time gotten to a point where I just want to ask for what I want. Like I don't want to have to like push back against you and get really playful Mm -hmm. and go to that line of bratty in order to get the kinky fuckery I actually want. I'll just say, Hey, I want this. Can we do this? It is still his, still your choice. Sure. But I'm asking for it because that I'm not good with those kinds of games. Some people love those kinds of games for some relationships and dynamics. That's like, that makes them feel alive. That makes them feel Mm -hmm. really connected. And that is a great, I am not that girl. <laughs> I am not. I don't. I just want to be able to go. I want a fucking spanking. Can I get a fucking spanking? I don't. I don't. And part of that is because I don't personally. And this is a, a life thing. This isn't a dynamic thing. I don't fucking have time, y'all. I don't have time for games. It is going to happen much quicker if I just say, <laughs> "Here's the thing I want. Can I get it?" Yeah. You still get to make the decision, and yeah. you still direct how that goes. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't think I've ever like laid out, you know, a, a detailed scenario and you went, oh, okay, I'll just fulfill that. Cause that's that there's nothing wrong with that on some levels, but that's in my experience, that's not what a lot of dominance do in a power exchange. It, they still have the control over it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> They might give you what you asked for, like line by line, word by word, but then most of them is that I have come across are going to add in their own twist to call it their own. And I think that's okay too. I don't think there's anything wrong with a partner giving you exactly what you wanted. I think at that point, it's more of a top bottom thing, or it's a dominant, maybe indulging in a fantasy that their sub has. Um, but if every single scene is like that, mm-hmm. I would, I personally would see that as more of a top bottom situation because some element of the control is out of the dominant's hands. This isn't, they're not guiding this scene. They're just fulfilling an, uh, a wish or I want, I'm, when I say order, I don't mean like order, like power exchange order, but like a menu order. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm in my Sonic app and I've pressed the hamburger <laughs> and the diet cook. I'm also hungry out. <laughs> <laughs> And I get exactly what I want in the way I requested mm-hmm. it. If if somebody out there enjoys that in their dynamic, I, I, no shade to them. Mm-hmm. But that's certainly for and other, us not. And other times that has gone would. the exact opposite for you too. Because there was there was a time she was being yeah, she was she was being her. And uh, You wouldn't want me any other way? Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast listeners, you can't see my face, but if you know me, you know my pout. Mm-hmm. But um, I asked her, so uh, what are your favorite toys in the toy bag? Mm. You have a better memory than I do. And, and she thought about it, and she told me. I'm like, okay. So then I went in, and I picked out the unfavorite toys. I remember this. Yeah. It all comes back now, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> I was so excited too. That was my first lesson in things are not always what they appear to be. <laughs> that brings me to a thing that I think is key to happy dynamics, satisfying dynamics. So here's a thing I see a lot online, and that is Sam's and Bratz and sassy, mouthy, opinionated, whatever, pick a word, whatever, playful, whatever, submissives that end up feeling bad or being made to feel bad because there are dominants out there who will tell them, you're not a good submissive. You're you're not a real submissive. And first of all, I'm telling you, throws out the word real. Just go ahead and ignore mm. their ass because ain't no such thing as real. We all real. I mean, unless you are Casper, the friendly ghost, we are all real. Um, and what it can often take um, any submissive, but certainly these types, these the subset of submission, a long time to figure out is that they weren't a bad submissive. They're not wrong. They just weren't coming across the partner that's right for them because exactly. we all have to find the person or people that fit us and the, mm -hmm. the groups kind of interconnect. And I am damn grateful, even though sometimes I hate it because it hurts. Thank God I'm a masochist <laughs> that I happen to have a daddy who can go toe to toe with me, is playful, is happy to be devious. Like part of the reason it works <laughs> It's because he's devious as fuck, y'all. He's like, oh, go tell me which one. What are your favorite toys? What are you What are you craving? Okay, we're not doing those today. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm going to be a Sam accidentally. And it's not, I'm not going to get the good stuff. I'm going to get nothing. Because I went, mm. I crossed that line. I was too smart assy. And also he's a sadist and there are different types of pain, y'all. <laughs> That's true. And it's I, very true. I always think that's the key. I don't think a Sam or a brat or somebody who's sassy and playful has to tamp themselves down and conform to some weird ideal that's mostly in maybe erotica or the performative stuff we see online or in clubs. You don't have to become that kind of submissive. You need to be the person you are and then look for, find, wait for, whatever, the dominant or top who can match you, who can go toe-to-toe mm -hmm. -to -toe with you, who is not intimidated. I have, I don't have a problem on a personal level as a human fellow human being with people with, with it's mostly men, because I haven't come across any women that I know of who are intimidated by me. Mostly cisgender men who are intimidated by me. I don't have a problem with them as human to human, but I have no time for those people as potential partners, okay? Because <laughs> if you're intimidated by me from the first, before we've even had a conversation, it this will not end well because <laughs> i once i get mm. comfortable the snark and sass flow and i don't mean to do it i'm not trying to sort of test a person to see how will they respond to these things that's not what i'm i'm not trying to do it not on a conscious level but i know myself after all these years well enough to know that that is what i do i and, need to know can you handle it and, and in case y'all didn't know i'm gonna say this the sass is strong the sass with this is one. So I need. I've seen so many shirts online. Usually Pinterest, <laughs> it's like the sass is strong. I need a shirt that says that. Um, and I need like multiple styles and one for every day. Just walk around with it. Just advertise what you're gonna get. Um, and what? So to the Sams, to the brats, to the sassy, playful, 
always got something to say. People, if you are single and you're in between relationships, it you you don't need to change who you are. Your type of submission is valid. Yeah. You need the partner who can handle it. And sometimes it means you wait for a partner or it means that you explore other facets of who you are as a kinkster and le- and leave that alone until you just can't leave it alone. Don't suppress it. Don't pretend it's not there. Mm-hmm. But it's okay to go off and go, okay, well, let me go f- learn more about my service self. Let me go learn more about my, you know, bondage self and then come back because you don't know who you're going to meet when you do that and who you're going to come across whether it's as a friend and in a platonic way or it's a romantic or sexual way but that's probably the thing that breaks my heart the most or the amount of subs i see who think that there is something inherently wrong with them because they're not meek and mild and quick to go you know whatever you'd like like they come back they challenge they fight and some, not all, but some submissives who might fall within these categories want their submission to be earned every time. They Or they mm-hmm. want it taken every time. They want the fight. That's part of the, but that, the need that's, for That's them. part of the dynamic that they, they, they right. want, they need. Yes, and absolutely. Let's be clear. Not everybody is for everybody. And not every dom you come across is going to be able to handle that. And that doesn't make them a bad dom. That doesn't make you a bad sub. It just means it's not a good fit. So be their friend. Maybe play in other ways if you're attracted that way. But don't don't twist yourself into knots to become what you think the air quote ideal submissive is. You your way. I think that there is something to be said for um, maybe learning how to be more respectful if that gets you what you want quicker. I think there's something to be said for adapting to the partner that gives you what you want, but also like, like the reason I'm an accidental Sam is because I know the outcome might not be what I actually want. So I don't try to be a Sam. I try to get what the fuck I want. That was not me making myself smaller and less of who I am for my partner. That was me adapting to how he was going to react to that because it's fun to be a Sam when you get what you want. In my experience, not so fun when you're left standing there naked and nothing, 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 nothing. Nobody's hitting you. Nobody's being mean to you in a loving way. Nobody's pulling your hair. You just left there. I was like, okay, lesson learned. Maybe don't do that again. And so I adapted that inherent instinct now had he had a different reaction where if i was a sam and that snarkiness came out and i consistently got some level of what i wanted Mm -hmm. meaning he brought the pain every time then that would have taught me air quote around i guess taught almost trained me i mean conditioned conditioned thank you words are hard this early in the morning um that would have conditioned me to have a different response that's what i mean when i say that so you might adapt some of your behavior for the partner who's fulfilling other needs, but only in that kind of way where you learn each other and you adapt to that. Not the, let me completely pretend I'm not this person so that I can go be with a dom who's a nice enough person, but is not fulfilling anything that I need because they think I'm a different kind of person. Mm. Yeah. So, do, 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 do. I want to go check my notes. Okay. And make sure, is our video buffering god damn it oh no yeah, we might be no. cool 
Okay, sorry. Uh, podcast listeners, you're like, what the fuck is she talking about? I'm sorry, I'm looking at the preview and I'm like, mm, okay. Weirdly, mm-hmm. according to my notes, I've hit the things I wanted to make sure we talked about. Mm-hmm. I would like to ask you to talk more about being on the other side. Being on the other side. I could talk all day long about my sassy self. And anybody who's been around here for at any point, 209 episodes, knows, mm-hmm. knows the sass so strong. But you're the one that has to live with it. Yes. Hey, <laughs> you married me. I did. My own fault. <laughs> it It is fun. I am not going to deny that. Um, and it definitely makes it a challenge. Now, for me, one of the things that I do love about her and her sass and her um, tiptoeing into the the brat side of things. Not on purpose. (laughs) Sometimes I wonder. Um, For me, I I do like the challenge. Is it invigorating or is it exhausting? Or is it sometimes both? <laughs> it, it depends. It's sometimes both. You know, I can I know that because sometimes I, I bring the sass and you snap. Yeah. And then I get annoyed and like frustrated and I feel bad. <laughs> yeah. And then there's... I mean, so, you know, because fun. what what it does for me, it keeps me mentally on edge. <laughs> in a good way. In a good in, way, In y'all. a good way. <laughs> in a good way. It, it, it keeps my mind sharp. Mm-hmm. In regards to you, because like I said earlier, you know, I have to look over every detail. Well, if 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 I say this, how is she going to interpret this? And and is she going to want to do this? And well, there's this tangent got to think about, and then she may perceive it this way. And you know, but yes, there there are times it does get overwhelming. And if you're not in a good place, if, if, I, if I'm not, there yeah. there are times I am not in the in the place for it, and that's sometimes when I will tell you, time out. This yeah. is this is this is not the moment for this. Because a little bit, and this is where I think my baby girl side comes in. But anybody who's not who doesn't identify with the baby girl boy slash mm-hmm. little spectrum that identifies in these other ways, maybe you can clarify from your perspective. I think my baby girl side is the one that pushes, pushes, pushes. So I, a little bit like a child. So I find something funny or I got a reaction Mm -hmm. or I'm cracking myself up. It's usually that one. Um, And I keep going, keep (laughs) going. And I keep saying it or I keep whatever. And yeah, there are times, I have clear memories of times when you were like, enough. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. a little bit like a kid, then I'm I'm like, I am definitely pouty. And I'm like, my feelings are hurt because I was having fun. You know, I right. was trying to be playful mm-hmm. and you're like not in the mood for it. And that, that definitely, yeah. that to me is where one side of your daddy dom the disciplinarian side of your daddy dom mm-hmm. comes out and we don't do a lot with discipline y'all but he's got you've got a little bit of that oh, yeah you like things to be sort of a certain way mm-hmm. um and then you your playful daddy side or your playful sadist side comes out in the comes other, ways, the other but ways, yeah. yeah so you know it's it's it is a mix of things and most of all i, I like it because it's fun Prior to being being with Kayla, I was in a, a fairly high protocol relationship, and and it was nice in its own way. Um, I would ask her to do something, and she would do it. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. That must be nice. <laughs> Forgotten Sorry. what it's like. <laughs> Sometimes I do. <laughs> Sometimes I do. <laughs> Sometimes I do. <laughs> but, you know, this, this with, with Kayla, it brought a whole different different aspect to everything i made you use muscles that you hadn't used in a while yeah <laughs> and you know it from the perspective of having multiple facets to my own submissions mm-hmm. sometimes i do he says hey i need you to do this i need more coffee I need... i'm like okay and then sometimes i want to be playful or i'm just <laughs> in a mood or sometimes the snark just erupts from from the mouth. I'm going to go do it, but I must say something first. Um, and I know that there are doms out there who hate that kind of thing. And that's okay. That's okay. They, they need to find a submissive who does not necessarily do that or whatever. But I would feel stifled if I thought that some of my witticisms and one-liners and snarky comments, if all of those comments had to be tamped down. Yeah. Like uh, that would, that would be too much learning that there's a time and a place for those things. There's nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. because I don't care how much of a brat you are within a relationship, how much of a Sam you are, how much, how sassy you are. If you navigate the vanilla world and somebody is the boss of you, we all know how to tamp it down when we need to. We all know time and place. Like Mm -hmm. functioning adults tend to know that. We're not always good at that, but we understand on some level that not everything is appropriate every time. And sometimes we have to learn that the hard way. So (laughs) that's that's not any different in a relationship. It's just that where that line of time and place and appropriate is, is, it's a little fuzzy. It's a little different. I mean, my former DS relationship before you, I, I think he liked that I had some sass. He did not memory. My memory's fuzzy at this point. I never, I never really explored it with him. It was mm, very much okay. a, he was definitely a disciplinary and he wanted somebody who would do what they were told to do right then. And this was also new to me. And Oh God, I was in so much sub frenzy. I was like, of course it was easy. I think he enjoyed my sass when we'd be having conversations mm-hmm. and, and you know, and talking, I, that just comes out naturally once I'm relaxed. I know ne- I don't remember ever letting that show the few times we played. It was a long distance relationship. We met up two or three, one, two, two times. <laughs> Can't remember anymore. No, it did not last that long. Um, and uh, I don't know how he would have handled that. Mm. That I mean, there were uh, plenty of other reasons why the relationship didn't last. I'm not unhappy about that. By the way, it worked out real well for me. Um, <laughs> But I do think that if I had not, I I wonder if, because a lot of this is just who I am. And it's the reason I'm able to be this way is because I have a partner who, for the most part, enjoys it and embraces it and comes and gives it back to me. Um, And so it's a different kind. It's funny. It's a different kind of power exchange. Yeah. And it's the one where sometimes we're actually the most equal because you'll say something and then I'll come back. Because we're both thinking yeah. and we're both like playing with words and we're both looking for loopholes and we're, mm-hmm. and ultimately you win because you got 
methods <laughs> that you can use. <laughs> and also, I wouldn't want to win all the time. I mean, yeah. there's part of me that likes to win, right? We, we've talked about that. But, I, you know, I, I want you to... Sure. Yeah, it, it would yeah. it would be weird if I always came out on top in those in those situations because mm-hmm. I think that would undermine a bit of our our power exchange yeah. too. And you know, I think the other thing I would want to say there are um, some doms who identify themselves as a brat tamer. Oh yeah, I've seen that on okay. Fat before. So you know, I I have, I have seen that, and you know. If that's how you identify and that's how you want to play, that's that's fine. Power to you. Okay, that's that's your thing. I myself have a problem with the word tamer. Mm. All right? Because one of the things I would not want to do, I, I, I'm not looking to tame her. I'm not looking to tame my partner to break them. I like her the way she is, sass, pout, and all included. See, to me, by saying, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to tame the brat out of them, that then removes the element. Sure, of the brat that of, you like to begin with. Yes, yeah. And I think sometimes people use that term and they don't, I think there are definitely some people who think that they're literally going to tame the brat and Mm -hmm. quite frankly if you want to play if you are the brat and you're like oh i'm kind of intrigued by that go for it i do think that some people use that term just to indicate that they play with brats that they are not afraid of brats yeah because when i read like blog posts and stuff from people who identify as brats Mm -hmm. they're never completely tamed because the next day (laughs) they're back at it once they get the power of speech back they're back at it yeah. But they kind of, they, the power dynamic and the exchange is that they allow on some level, because it's a consensual thing, obviously, they allow their partner to tame them for that moment, to get what they want, to take what they want, mm-hmm. because that's how they're playing with one another um, and how they're interacting with each other. And so I think sometimes, maybe most time, maybe it's a good split, that brat tamer um, title or mm. label is mo- more to just indicate... That that I I, they're, I do they're, they're open to that kind they're of thing. They're open to it, okay. right? All right, and that may be, yeah. But I do. I have heard in that or read, I should say, because it's been online. Mm-hmm. I have sort of the same way that some you know doms, some air quote doms, some sure doms will say, "I want to break my submissive and build them back up." I mean, I'm mm. a little. I have questions about that, and I'm. Like, I got concerns. Yeah. I know that's a way some people play. And if it, if you keep it in a consensual fantasy kind of realm, I certainly don't. Certainly within I have within to say a scene, it. that's one thing. Yes. And there are people who say something similar about brats. Um, because, yeah, I, I would think, wait, if you wanted to, quote, break the brat and, and get the brat out of me, then is it, do you really like playing with brats? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if it's in that sense of, Within this scene, I'm going to win because I'm the brat tamer, and then we uh, rewind mm-hmm. and do this again the next right. day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's different than yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I can't. I feel like Sam's brats sassy. If there's another word you like for sassy, like I said, please share with. Uh, you know, I don't know if this is true or not. I've, is sassy considered more of a, a 
feminine word? Is there another word that can be used? I've all I have not always said I was sassy, but I've I, I heavily identify with that word. I love that word for myself. But I wonder if there's another word that people use that has similar meaning, just evokes a different feeling for them. So feel free to share comments, social media. Mm-hmm. I have lots of fat life messages I need to answer. So <laughs> if you've messaged me and I have not responded, that's why. Um, but I don't I don't feel like it's it's like any other type of of submission or or anything Mm -hmm. it doesn't have an easy like definition this is what it is right no it's uh, i think it's a lot of it is how you feel i think a lot of it is very personal Mm -hmm. not just because we have that uh, ability and we should use that ability to sort of make don't make ourselves fit the label make the label fit us um so I can't say, well, sassy is when you talk like this. Sassy is when a brat is when you do this. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I think it's a, you know it when you see it. You yeah. know it when you feel it. Um, I think there are, are levels in, to all of this from a teeny tiny little bit to a whole hell of a lot. I do think some people can come across as Sam's and brats and even mm-hmm. sassy submissives. Some, not all y'all people who have not quite yet learned to trust and they feel like they have to maybe fight everything. Um, and that maybe when they feel safe and secure within their power exchange with the person, whatever, that some of that might calm down. Um, I mean, I, I would be curious for some people how much of that is, or at one point was a defense mechanism. Because like I say, when I get to know people, uh, especially when they might be interested in me uh, romantically or sexually. <laughs> Once I'm comfortable, the sass comes out. And it is kind of a test. I'm like testing you to see if you can handle me. Um, there was a time that came from a place of just not trusting anybody. Mm. And if I pushed you away and you came back, then you might be worth a second look. Uh, that's not a universal good test because some gross human beings are not deterred by intimidation, <laughs> but that was sort of what I did. And it, it wasn't the, this is who I am and this is how I feel comfortable mm-hmm. expressing myself. It was a defense mechanism. And I think that that exists too. Yeah. Um, I do not think that all brat Sam's sassy people need to be diagnosed from the rest of the kink community um, about how that that has some, it's not a, an inherent part of who they are and it's something else. Like don't do that. Um, but I do think it's, it's worth, a look, especially sure. if you're not getting fulfillment in your relationship out of the behavior. If it's costing you more in terms of, let's say mm-hmm. this, I saw somebody in the live stream chat who said, my lack of patience in my mouth get me in trouble all the time. <laughs> Same. Okay. That has Same. a way of uh, doing that. Yeah. But if, if you find yourself taking your snark or your sarcasm and your playfulness too far consistently, and it doesn't end well, meaning it's punishment or it's, oh, the sadist went, oh, what kind of pain would you like to feel? Yeah, you're not feeling any, enjoy that kind of pain, right? Like those kinds of things, <laughs> those moments might be worth a little introspection to go, okay, what's going on here? Because there's playfulness and then there's, I just I just made nothing happen because I took it too far and I do that consistently. I, th- I think that's worth a look. Um, but to be a brat, to be a Sam, to be sassy and playful, that's valid. That's legit. Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody and it doesn't yeah. have to be for everybody. Um, but I, I think that uh, we 
the people who identify this way need to feel less shame about it and need to embrace sure. it. If we're in happy, healthy power exchanges and we're where we want to be, then we're doing something right, y'all. That's true. Um, and the, the outside kink community, it's like everything else. I don't have to understand your dynamic for it to be legit. You don't have to understand my dynamic. You know, you don't have to be mm -hmm. into brats or, or even to, to find that it's a little tiresome sometimes to watch it for for it not to be valid. It doesn't have to be for you, you yeah. know? So we're not a homogenous group and I don't don't want us to be. Mm -hmm. So there we go. Mm -hmm. um, ooh, cook in the live stream chat for podcast listeners, mm -hmm. Cookie33 says an alternative term to brat or sassy that I like to use is heckler. Mm. I like I that. I do like that, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't, well, sometimes I am heckling. Sometimes yeah. I am with joy, with oh, glee. Yeah. With a gleam in her eye. <laughs> That's a good one. Heckler is a good one. Okay, so um, I think I think that's all I have to say okay. about this topic. Well, the only, Do you the, have... I, I have one thing to add okay. to all this. To, to all the people who identify as Sams and, and Brats and, and Sassy subs out there, may the pout ever be in your favor. <laughs> Not everybody pouts. Yeah, Some of us do. <laughs> pout is never in my favor. Not anymore. Nope. It's like you're that, immune to it. Onto that pout. Okay. <laughs> okay, y'all. Okay. So we uh, we do have a bonus section. Yes. Um, real quick. Um, if you don't remember, if you are interested and you want to subscribe to our newsletter, link in all the link to it is in all the appropriate places. And yes, we can go into the bonus section. Okay. So we're good. As good as we'll be, ever be, I guess. Mm -hmm. Keep it kinky, y'all, and we'll see you next week. Party. Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to the crickets now? Please. Yes, girl, you may. Thank you, Daddy. Okay, so <laughs> last week when I was like, hey, send me the cricket emoji in whatever... Uh, social media or in the comment section on YouTube if you're watching the video later or and I know people were doing it in the live stream like send me the cricket emoji y'all did I have I have felt life messages I have not read yet and I know some of them are are cricket emojis emojis and chirp chirp and I so cricket emojis were popping up everywhere everywhere it was awesome it was awesome so this week since the topic was Sam's and Bratz and sassy submissives <laughs> If you are so inclined, I would love to see, and you get all the way to this point in the bonus section, I would love to see the purple smiley devil face, not the frowny devil face, because mm, that usually means uh, JB is mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> but that purple smiley devil face, it's purple, y'all know, purple's our love language. <laughs> if a color could be a love language, purple is our love language. Um, that's the one I want to see. That's what I want to see this time. If you are so inclined, it is perfectly. I had several people who were DMing because they're like, Ooh, I don't feel comfortable doing this publicly. That's, that's fine. That's fine. You can send a DM with that devilish smile. Purple has horns, the smile. Um, <laughs> because this is a live stream, I can't, um, put up the one I mean, um, Oh, it doesn't show up as purple on YouTube. Oh, yeah. but you know.
but y'all know. Some some mean. places it comes up purple, some it doesn't. Yeah. Oh, in the in the one live stream chat I'm looking at, it does not. In the other live stream chat I'm looking at, it does. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Yes, that one. If anybody can see in the live stream chat, if you can see Jennifer's um, emoji, that is... Uh, I love that one. The two emojis... Well, when I'm using purple emojis, the two emojis I use the most is purple heart and the purple smiley. Does that emoji have a real name? I don't know. I don't know. Oh. I know y'all can hear it in the background. Our poor, ooh, our poor dog... So he has a, a heart murmur mm -hmm. and um, he's nearly 15 years old and he is, he's mostly active. Like he's a most, that's the only thing technically wrong with him, but it's given him this cough and he just, as he's gotten older over the past, like what, three or four months? Yeah. Just, it's a constant cough. It used to be like an occasional and now it's constant. He yeah. sleeps all the time because he can't sleep through the night anymore because he's coughing all the time and it sounds really bad. But yeah. he's and, and unfortunately, we, we've taken him to the vet. They've looked at him and we, we've tried some different cough things that they've given us they for him work. and they don't seem to help. And unfortunately, there doesn't seem to be much that they can do for him. No, I mean, they would be happy to do an echocardiogram well, on him. I'm like, I already know he's yeah. got a heart murmur and a large mm -hmm. heart, we're aware. So we're just, while he's happy and mostly comfortable and living a good life, we're just letting him yeah. live his best doggy life. But the cough sounds really bad, and it, the mics are good enough that they usually pick it up. Okay, so what is going on? We have one thing that we're going to... I feel like such a tease. We have one thing we're going to tell our patrons this month. Yep. <laughs> Because we always tell the patrons first. Mm -hmm. uh, we have to record that podcast episode. Yeah. I was thinking later today. Yeah, that'll work. Yep. Um, so yeah, we have an announcement coming. And the announcement for the broader audience will probably happen in the next several weeks. Because we've got work to do. Yeah. To have something to announce publicly. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we have that. We had that. That that I can't say. <laughs> uh, I know. That is awful. That is so awful. That's why I save stuff like that for the bonus section. Because that way it doesn't interfere with people who want to get like information. Right. Um, I am swamped again with work. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Oh, um, last week we were all excited because we had started the mortgage pre-qual, pre-approval, whatever yes. process. We are still hanging on a hook for that. Hurry up and wait. Every, not every day, but when we get contact, our mortgage person is really, he, he's doing his best. He's, he's fine. We're not upset. <laughs> this is the nature of it. The only time we hear from him is 4.30 in the afternoon by email. I'm like, oh, you're leaving at five. I know y'all. <laughs> <laughs> not, not necessarily true. We did get an email from him at 11 o'clock at night one That's time. That's true. Like, I mean, I understand bankers hours are kind of a thing. That's yeah. fine. I'm not mad at you. A little jealous, right? quite frankly. But also just tell us, just tell us, are you, are you willing to give us a mortgage and for how much? Because now at this point, it's a week and a half on. I'm like, they're going to tell us they won't let us have a mortgage. They're going to tell us we have to live in this rental forever. That's what they're going to tell us. I just know, like I'm, I'm on edge. I'm on edge because I cannot decorate the office I don't have yet if I can't go house hunting and i can't have the new shed workshop 
I know. Every time I drive by houses, I'm looking at what they, they're set up in the back. And I'm not mm-hmm. just looking at like the workshop because we've already talked about size and price. Yeah. I'm looking at like the fa- like the setup. Like, oh, do they have a foundation under that? Or do they just have some cinder blocks? Do mm-hmm. they have electricity under Like, I'm... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself when this phase of our life is over. Like, what? I'm sure you'll figure something out. Oh, I'll have something else yeah. to do. But uh, in the meantime, I keep having anxiety attacks. <laughs> Last night, I thought I was going to be physically ill <laughs> so bad just laying in the bed going i can't breathe i can't breathe i can't breathe i feel like i'm gonna be sick i'm so nauseous i can't breathe <laughs> <laughs> so i'm a basket case right now yeah you are and yeah. i'm i'm just taking it in stride it's gonna be what it will be yes ben and yeah instead of a garage jb gets a he hut yeah I, I, and i don't want a, sh- a she hut a she what's it called mm. a she she shed. I don't want a she shed. I yeah. could give two shits. He gets a he hut. I like that he mm-hmm. hut. I don't know if you just made that up, Ben, or if that's a real expression, but I love it. I like that too, yeah. Um, I just want a goddamn office with yeah, a door that closes. I, that's all I fucking want. You know, for, for, for the last two, between between the condo and now here at the rental, I, I have taken over the garage. And, you know, regardless of... I, I've put some things in place for dust collection this past year or since the beginning of the year, I should say. Mm-hmm. And and it has helped tremendously. Mm-hmm. But it is, you know, working with wood is still a messy... Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. And, um, There's wood shavings in all kinds of places in this house. <laughs> <laughs> Just find them randomly. Right, yeah. And um, the, the more I thought about, you know, I, I, in this area where we're at, there are a lot of houses that have big sheds because they have they're large lots they're, they're I mean, large lots part I mean, of the draw to live in this area was that there's space mm-hmm. there's space to and um you know the the thought of having a dedicated spot for all this and actually having the garage used for what it was intended to be used for right. mm-hmm. you know i think would be a nice thing I know. Um, somebody was saying in the live stream sh- chat, oh, Silent Wing said it didn't take that much hassle for their mortgage. It was like two appointments. Part, And I don't know if you're in the same situation for us. Part of it was because we reached out to our mortgage person in the same week he switched companies. So he's going through training. So there was a delay yeah. there. And then not only are we self-employed, our, the way our taxes got done switched between 2018 and 2019. So there was a slight discrepancy like, oh, 2018, you filed this way. In 2019, you filed that way. I need an explanation to be able to say something to the underwriter to explain it. And so I got that. And then it was like, <laughs> here was the fun one. Last night's question was, so um, on your taxes, you say, and I can't remember the exact phrase, but basically I'm a writer, uh, digital marketer and writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does that mean? And I was like, I am so glad I legitimately still have a non-adult, non-sex client. So I was like, well, what it means is I write, I'm a freelance writer. And I write content for business websites and sometimes manage their social media for uh, industries such as, and I was like listing the not sex stuff. And I was like, oh, and then there, and the next question was, well, well, what does John exactly do with this? The name of this company, what exactly is that? And I'm like, Oh, he makes pens and bowls. (laughs) Even though most of the income comes from paddles, we did not say that. I was like, we're going to keep our vanilla front at least through through this this process. Yes. Because technically I could have said that even if it wasn't true, but I would have felt bad because. Yeah. So yeah, it is, Mm -hmm. it's more complicated because of the self-employment and the taxes thing than anything. Now I, I have to reply 
Silent Wing. Okay. Okay. She she was talking about how it's normal to have your boxes, your, your garage full of boxes for at least two years after you move. Oh, no. We're not si- living that Silent life. Wing, I'd like to introduce you to <laughs> Kayla Lords. Okay. We're not, my, we're not about that life. Is my what I'm my, here to my say. baby girl, whom I love so much. If there is an unpacked box, she will move heaven and earth to unpack that box. It stresses me the fuck out. We had to, because the garage in this rental house needed to be the workshop, we ended up getting a storage unit in town for the stuff that just wasn't going to fit. And I was like, why would we unbox this when we're going to move in right. here, right? And there are unpacked boxes in the storage unit, which makes sense, and it still stresses me out. I plan packing like some sort of military high rank, somebody who knows better than me. I'm not going to disrespect you that. I always say like a general. I don't know if I do it like a general, but I plan the packing. Like every day, mm-hmm. you know what room you're packing and what boxes and what items. I plan it. I've moved so many times over the past 20 years. Oh my God, easily a dozen. And I know there are people who've moved more than that, but I've, I think I've moved a dozen times. Anyway, um, and then unpacking same oh, yeah. fucking thing when we there's a plan when we, we when we moved into the condo we were unpacked within a week less than less than when we moved here to the rental two days two days everything was unpacked everything we were gonna unpack everything and we were going to unpack and that was actually helpful yeah. because we did have stuff in storage that we weren't gonna unpack and we mm-hmm. weren't putting anything on the walls which right. is why part of why there's such a massive echo in this house because we didn't put anything on the walls because it was just a rental. So it will take a little bit longer in the house when we buy. But no, I am I will do anything to eliminate that kind of stress. And <laughs> we have a really good friend who for not just because they, they she just doesn't want to unpack her boxes, but because of the, her housing situation. And when she moved in, you know, she's got boxes in her garage and it stresses her out. We have many conversations about it, but when she tells me about it, I am stressed on her behalf. I'm like, <laughs> I know it's not because you know, it's, it's not because you don't want your boxes unpacked. I totally get it. Yeah. But you are stressing me out. You're so stressing me out. So well, Sally Wing would like to borrow you. And, and how soon can you get to Ontario? <laughs> oh no, it, it's winter there for y'all. I don't, I'm not, no. Uh, hit me up in the summertime. <laughs> I, I am. I just, oh my God. I just, I map it out. And the cool thing is we still have our boxes from the last move that are labeled. So I'll just be passing out boxes to the appropriate yeah. rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that we did. We, you know, with the, knowing the intention, we were only going to be here for a short time. We saved all the cardboard boxes. Those are expensive. I know. Now, I back know. in the day when I was broke 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 uh and i worked in retail so i actually had mm-hmm. access to um a stock room with boxes that came in i did not buy boxes i did not buy boxes i would use any container i owned to get stuff moved but i also didn't hire a nice you know strapping young people to pick mm-hmm. up my heavy furniture for me either yeah so yeah. oh we we did we did the same thing um you know when we moved I think we did it at the condo, and we did, I definitely know we did it here. Um, the boxes were labeled with names. Mm-hmm. And the rooms were labeled the, the with names. The rooms we then put papers on each room. And it's, yes, that's, that's a comment from Tayshu in the yeah. live stream about labeling. Oh, yes, everything is labeled. The, when we moved into the condo, the um, that was a great moving company. I didn't actually direct anything. I had the labels. They just, they loved it. 
When we moved into this rental house, the, the guys who were driving, they were really, really sweet. They were really, really young. And I don't, maybe they just weren't used to the rooms being labeled because even though the labels were there and the labels are an exact match for the label on the box. Y'all, I am, <laughs> I'm intense when it comes to this, right? And even though that, I still had to direct them. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I, I, the, the right boxes will get to the right rooms. And the, the kids know, you're not getting on your crap. You're not, you are unpacking your fucking boxes. And then you are giving me the boxes to break down. That is what you're doing. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, in, I'm overly intense about moving because it is so mm. stressful to me. I mean, I'm already... I'm already thinking about the increased workload I've taken on. The fact that we're going to go out of town in March. We can't go to Eroticon in London because with the move and the buying a house, I was like, uh, that's a multi-thousand dollar trip. No. Yeah, no. Um, but we are going to go out of town. We're going to Atlanta in yes. March mm-hmm. um, for a conference, for a BDSM conference, actually. Um, lifestyle conference. Lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Lifestyle because leather is included. Mm-hmm. In that. Anyway, um, so we're doing that. And we're going to have, at some point, we're going to like be buying a house and we're going to have to pack. And like, I'm already stressing myself out. So I'm going to be even more intense. I'm going to be a fucking joy. A joy to live with. Aren't you excited? Aren't you looking forward to this? <sighs> so yeah, the, the house buying thing is consuming <laughs> our lives right now. And see, we haven't even started looking yet. Well, I, no, no, no. The Realtor.com app is my porn. I am constantly on the app looking to see, and I, I now, now I, I know just enough about real estate to be dangerous. I worked around real estate for seven years, would never broker the sale or purchase of my own home, <laughs> but I know what questions to ask. So I'm looking at houses and I'm looking at price and I'm like, and I've been doing it for so long in this area. I, a house goes on the market. I'm like, that's going to sit there six months. You have priced that too high, baby. No, no, no. Or I'm going, where are the pictures? I'm here for the pictures. Yeah, it's my porn. <laughs> and, 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 you know, in, in, I'm glancing at the chat. Team no unboxes is clearly, and, and yes, Kayla is the exception. I usually am to most rules. <laughs> I've always been the odd one out. I always just fine. I'm embracing it though. I am embracing it, and I and I will. I'll make myself sick with stress in the short term right now to avoid longer term stress, and that's not necessarily healthy. I'm not exactly proud of that, but yeah, I will be. I will be the moving top. I will be <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to housing stuff. I'm kind of I lead that. Like the last, the condo, yeah. JB, we weren't married when he bought that. JB bought that in his name and I just happened to live there. And he was like, okay, but what do I, what do I tell the realtor? I'm like, here, you yeah. ask this question. But you have the experience, the experience in the right. real estate. So it was best I defer to you and ask you the question right. because I knew, you know, stuff I didn't understand. And then he saw how I moved and he went, oh, just let her have this shit. Just <laughs> Which is, is fair. You keep yeah. me in comfort food and caffeine while we go through the process. Right. You tell the boys to just do what the hell I tell them to do and to stop complaining. It's best just to listen. Just don't, right. don't, don't, don't go there. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Save yourself a lot of heartache. <laughs> I mean, we do on the topic of Sam's Bratz and Sassy Subs. I do often say, you know, if we just started from the premise that I'm always right, life would be a lot easier. <laughs> I don't know how I got that sassy title. I don't know why he sometimes calls me brassy. 
Um, so, uh, <laughs> anything else? Because I feel like we're going to get very boring with all the house talk, but it is going to consume our lives for yeah. the next several It's kind of consumed our lives for the past couple years, though. Right. Because it's been this really long process. Mm-hmm. I am, I am most, I'm definitely ready for it to be over with, but also... I like can't imagine life without this. Well, as as far like, as as, as far as where where we're going to live, this is going to be the final step in in yes. a process we started out on five years ago. Truly, yeah, yeah, five years ago. But yeah, so I'm 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 ready to to talk about other things in the yeah. future. But I'm just warning you. So just this is that's why we keep it for the bonus section. Mm-hmm, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, anything. Anything mm. else? That's it. I think that's pretty much it. I think that's enough. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's enough. Yeah. I don't. I don't have much to say. Um, we're mostly just we keep on keeping on with everything else we got going on. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a basket case. Anxiety is like, like just it's there. It's just always like right there. So I'm hoping over the next couple of months as all these things pro- come through and process, then it calms down. Yeah, Eve, Eva asked about yard space and and stuff and fire pit. Um, one one of the reasons we looked in this area, Ocala, where we're at, is these houses up here actually have lots. Some are like quarter acre, third acre, half, half acre. Half acre up to a full, full acre. acre. Like that's mind-boggling amount of space these days yeah and and that is that is one of the things that has um given me the impetus towards thinking of a, an actual shed workshop because there would be the room for it and the zoning here is open to that oh yeah there are more yeah. shed stores than mm-hmm. there are anything yeah else. yeah there's there's, there's there's some houses we we've passed here they have three and four sheds in the backyard storage and we've seen yeah. them with their doors open I pity them if they ever decide to move. I would just burn it to the ground and walk away. Yeah. Oh my god, the yeah. amount of stuff. Yeah, there's 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 one house that I absolutely love. Um, the house actually has it is not for sale. It, it's y'all. not for sale, but but I the house has two attached garages, one on each side of the house. It's it's an odd design, I know, but it's it's kind of cool they also have a two-car detached garage and i was like oh my gosh that would be perfect we'd have garage space for storage in the cars and and the detached would be my shed and one day i drove by there and they had the garage doors open on the detached garage and and i don't know how many of you are familiar with Fibber McGee's Closet? <laughs> um, it's an old, old radio show. Used to be a big joke that the closet was so packed and he would open the door and the stuff would just tumble out. Gotcha. Well, Fibber McGee's got in a garage. <laughs> Three, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, I, I drove by, had that door up, and from... Front to back, floor to ceiling, it was just packed with junk. So 
you know, but yeah, I, I do drive by and I'm like, is there a sale sign on there yet? Those people are never moving. They're, they're, they're never moving because they're never going to clean that stuff out. No. <laughs> but, um, no. You know, I just, no. yeah, the, the, the yard space here is, 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 a, you know, really good size. Um, depending on where we, we do land, probably going to have to get a riding mower at some point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, yeah, fire pit. Oh, yeah, I, I would love me a fire pit. I, I built a, a fire pit years ago in my, my first home, and I loved it. Didn't get to uh, sit out there very much because it was mostly warm, <laughs> too, too warm to build a fire, but I, I do like sitting around a fire. Well, and this is this is what was funny about when we lived in the condo, we didn't have a fire pit, but we had really like made the back patio kind of nice yes. for, for the space we had. Cause it was a condo, mm-hmm. so not a lot of space, which is yeah. fine. Um, but in the summer, it was too hot to sit out there. Um, fall and spring were often too rainy to sit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The winter was good. So you got about two months where right. you could really sit out there and enjoy it. True. <laughs> like, True. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, it, there's a part of me that's doing that whole stop. Don't, don't, don't look at too many houses. Don't get too excited about what you, cause we don't know what our options are going to be. Yeah. Um, but also uh, that impatient baby girl side was like, mm-hmm. come on, come on, come on. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just ready to get, the, get through this chapter of life and then see what's on the other side of it and in the meantime we're not exactly slowing down so we still no. have a lot of stuff going on yep 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 um but yes just to reiterate we will be in atlanta in march mm-hmm. um so if anybody is in atlanta just know that yeah. um so i think that's enough i think that's yeah. it mm-hmm. don't i mean you can get us talking for like an hour about the house <laughs> right <laughs> And I, and I do want there to be more things that we do either on YouTube or podcast stuff that I'm just, I'm just putting on the back burner. I'm mm-hmm. just like, okay, let's get through this. Let's get through this yeah. phase. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's it for us. The purple devilish smile face mm-hmm. is this week's, uh, emoji emoji. Um, so yeah, that's mm-hmm. us. Thank you for joining us. Thanks. If you're watching the live stream, if you're watching the video later, if you're listening to the podcast, we love you all. We are so grateful to you. Yes. I, I say it a lot because I mean it. Without mm-hmm. me, we are just two people talking to ourselves on the internet. Yes. <laughs> and we uh, we love you and we're grateful you're yeah. here. So that's it. Bye. Bye.